You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, welcome back to the podcast. Happy Tuesday, and I hope you had a remarkable Labor Day weekend. Well, welcome back. We're continuing to engage the book of Acts. I really am excited about reading through the book of Acts with our church family. This is something that I've wanted to do for a long time. And it's remarkable to me that the Lord has told us, hey, let's do this right now while the world is responding to one of our most tense moments in history coming out of a pandemic and moving into an election season. Well, church family, we're going to take a look now at where we left off. So on Sunday, I preached about uh, servant leadership and I preached about these first deacons that were appointed in the church. But the book of Acts begins to focus exclusively on Stephen for the next chapter and a half. So we want to follow this one deacon, and I'd like to show you a few things that we can learn from him. So Stephen was appointed, if you remember, to solve the problem of waiting on the tables to make sure that the Jewish ladies who felt overlooked in the distribution of daily food, that their needs were met, that they felt like a legitimate part of the church, that they were being cared for. Okay, So that was his job. That's what he was elected to do in the church was to wait on tables, to care for these ladies, to administrate uh, a local ministry. But it turns out that God did more than just that with Stephen. So I'm going to read a couple of verses from chapter 6, starting with verse verse 8, and then I'll just sort of narrate the big picture story. Now Stephen, a man full of God's grace and power, performed great wonders and signs among the people. Opposition arose, however, from members of the synagogue of the freedmen, as it was called, Jews of Cyrene and Alexandria, as well as the provinces of Cilicia and Asia, who began to argue with Stephen. But they could not stand up against the wisdom the Spirit gave him as he spoke. So I want to just point out that while God appointed Stephen in the church uh, to care for the local ministry of the food distribution, he was doing other things with Stephen too. And in, th- in this particular story, uh, he was Stephen was basically performing signs and wonders and witnessing uh, to the power of the ministry of Christ in the new creation. So. What I want to say first is that whatever job you've been given in the church or in the kingdom, I want to remind you that God may have bigger things in mind and more things in mind. In other words, don't ever look up and limit yourself based on a formalized role that you've been given. I'm only a Sunday school teacher. I'm only a deacon. I'm I'm just one pastor. I'm, you know, whatever whatever your place is. So Stephen was elected to serve tables, but he's about to turn the city inside out. Now, I'm just going to go give you the bigger picture. What's ultimately going to happen is uh, he's going to be falsely accused. He's going to give a defense of himself that's a big sermon that makes the whole chapter 7 in the book of Acts. At the end of it, he's going to be stoned. He's going to become the first martyr. So he's about to die for his faith. Persecution is going to break out in Jerusalem, and the church is going to have to go outside the walls of the city and begin to take the gospel um, in a second wave of missionary action out into Judea, Samaria, and to the end of the earth. So Stephen's about to die, and and I know that's like kind of foreboding, but before we get there, I want you to understand what a powerful and important character he is at this point in the book of Acts. And the first thing that we can learn from him is God's going to ask you to do some things that you might think are outside your pay grade. Stephen was called to wait on tables, but God used him to perform signs and wonders. He was full of God's grace and God's power. Okay, so I hope that God will let you be full of God's grace. 
in God's power. Wouldn't it be awesome like if, if you and I engaged today full of God's grace and full of God's power, that we were able to have a positive effect on the world about us because not only were, were we ambassadors for Christ, but we were fully equipped with God's grace and God's power. So the second thing that I want you to see is that for Stephen's journey, like some of the things that are about to happen are totally are not fair, very, very frustrating. And the Bible never tells us that following God faithfully will result in only blessing. It, the Bible never tells you that opposition won't come. The Bible tells you that God will bless you, but it doesn't mean that God will keep people from persecuting. In fact, in the Bible, we're warned that we will be persecuted, and Stephen is a phenomenal example. So what's the guy doing? Well, on the one hand, when he's on his day shift, right, he's making sure that local ministry happens, that widows are fed and cared for, uh, cared for fairly. But in his extracurricular, man, full of God's grace and power, he is out performing signs and wonders and teaching. Okay, so this is a guy who's doing phenomenal things for God, and all he's going to get for it is opposition. So look, look in verse 9. It says, opposition arose. So I want to warn you that even if you're doing the right thing and even if you stand for God, you may face opposition. You know the frustrating thing about this one for me? The Bible tells you that the opposition came from this synagogue that was nicknamed the Synagogue of the Freedmen. And then it tells you where these folks were called. Now, there were Jewish people from Cyrene, Alexandria, and even provinces of Cilicia and Asia. So the the key is Stephen lives in Jerusalem. He's feeding widows in Jerusalem. He's healing people in Jerusalem. And probably the folks in Jerusalem recognize who Stephen is, what his character is, who he is. But these people are from out of town. So these are Jews that have maybe come in for a feast, or maybe they're Jews who are um, in for business, or maybe they're, they you know came for Pentecost and saw what happened, and they've been frustrated ever since. We, we don't know. But these are people from out of town. How frustrating when it's people who don't know you that are making these accusations against you, right? And that's what's going on in Stephen's life. So I'm just kind of a like I don't think this is new for us. It's just a warning that in Stephen's life this is how it went, and for you sometimes it will go this way. So even if your conscience is clean and you're walking well with Jesus, you may go through some bumps in the road. And in fact, the reward for your good deeds may be opposition from somebody out of town or somebody who doesn't know the whole story. And I'm not telling you that okay. That's some morbid reality. I'm just asking you to be ready for that so that you'll be faithful and strong. I love in verse 10, though. So when Stephen is engaging the synagogue of the freedmen, when the opposition from the out-of-town folks, when it's cranked up, look at what it says in verse 10. But they could not stand up against the wisdom the Spirit gave him as he spoke. So God gave Stephen words to use, to defend Jesus, to defend the gospel, to defend the, the kingdom of heaven and the age to come. So the opposition, man, they, they couldn't win because God was working in Stephen. So I guess I want to encourage you too that when you find yourself in some ministry that seems a little bit over your head, don't be surprised if God's Holy Spirit supplies you with words and with wisdom. So I want to stop right here for today and encourage our church family. Listen, God wants to use you today on this specific day, on this specific week. And so let's go out and be a blessing. Whatever role he's given you, do it well. But don't be surprised when he calls you 
outside your pay grade. Don't forget that God never stops with the things that he can do through you and in you. Hey, and when opposition arises, don't be surprised. Sometimes opposition arises even to good deeds, good character, and good people. So don't be surprised and don't give up. That's the way of the kingdom. Church family, God bless you. And I pray that you and I today would be servant leaders that would be filled with the love for Christ and love for those that we lead. May God bless you as you serve.